Welcome back to the content cafe. The show where we talk about the different ways we navigate our mental health in the world of content creation. <laughs> In this episode, we're going to be covering SAD and our personal relationships with it, especially since now that we're moving into the holiday season, it's probably going to come back and hit us in the face. Woo! What do I feel like we've already recorded an episode and I've only just done the well? <laughs> <laughs> That's enough for us to send it. Yeah, uh, thanks for listening to us today, guys. It's Merry, Merry Christmas. It's just five minutes of our house, and then it's us being like, thanks for listening. It's been, it's been really great. Oh, gosh. Uh, house. In the middle of our house, our house. In the middle of our house, our house. <laughs> I can just imagine your like, housemates being like, you're like, hey, guys, I'm just going to go and record this podcast episode. And they're just like, man, she's such a hustler. She's just like, I can't believe she does all this work. She just does so many. Our house. Like, that's all the year. <laughs> oh my God. But that's the thing. That's what it's like. I'm like, yeah, I do a mental health podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> man, you were just our house. House. Same. In the middle of our house. Uh house. I mean, it's good. This. Yeah, I mean, it's stuck in my head now. Like, should we <clears> put it <throat> on really quietly throughout the whole of the episode? <laughs> <laughs> so only those who are wearing headphones could pick it up, but it would only be quiet enough to just be kind of irritating. But you'd still hear it, you know. We could do it for the. We could do it for the the Patreon version. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> quality content only yeah. for you guys. Our VIPs deserve something special. <laughs> Boy, do we have something special for you guys. Like, or we do one better. We actually just record our house. <laughs> oh, do it recording. Yeah, absolutely. Except yeah. I have to try and play the guitar and you can only sing in like backwards words. Okay, well, perfect. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm in. Sign me up. It's a deal. It's a deal. Aye. Right, do you want to order some food? Yeah, I'll have a look while we're talking about sads. Okay. And sads. sads. I, really to, I really wanted to order food earlier and I was going to get a Subway. Oh, it's so expensive. They are expensive. It's a sandwich. It is, that's it's all it like, is. I know, and it's like, do you want to pay £13 for a sandwich and crisps? I'm like, no, but I will. <laughs> yeah, like, I absolutely won't, you know? Huh? How'd you like that? Yeah, this is my address. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you've got a 5% <laughs> off. Sign me up. Whoa, I just saved fucking 47 pence on the 16 pence <laughs> order. God. Oh my God, free delivery. I'll buy more <laughs> <things>. <laughs> 10% off if I spend £4 more? That makes more sense. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> or like 25% off if you spend £25. Oh. And I'm like, but it's just me. <laughs> Guess I'm spending a lot of money tonight. I do that with pizza sometimes where I'm sitting there and then I'm like, you know what? This this would be enough for me, but for nineteen ninety nine, I could get this stuff and then I could keep it for tomorrow. And it very rarely makes it to tomorrow. Oh, like the worst. Picking at it. Oh, I know. Or it's like when it's like, you know, 
you spend 20 pounds we'll we'll give you this thing or you'll get a discount but everything only adds up to 99p so you have to spend like an extra four pounds i'm like you sneaky minx or when they're like they, they always get me when you pick a deal and it's in the basket and they're like hey would you like to use this 40 percent off 40 pound coupon and i'm like yeah because this is like 30 quid so i could get this much off or whatever and then you, you add it and then it's like oh deals aren't included and i'm like why'd you fucking suggest it to me then thieving daylight Dude. robbery it absolutely is i think i'm just gonna get mcdonald's okay because that is quick it is quick 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 our house in the middle of our house the fucking um mcdonald's near me doesn't do chicken legends anymore oh how dare they i know oh, chicken legend charge here there's a sausage roll shortage at the moment at greg's is there uh-huh why is that not on the news and the vegan ones i'm devastated the the vegan ones like i was gonna say fair but maybe not because i don't know what their their production is like but yeah i don't know but they're just worldwide well not worldwide uk shortages that's horrible it's very sad (laughs) it's very sad (laughs) How on brand? Today's topic. <laughs> ah, and speaking of sad. <laughs> speaking of sad, that's our transition. That is what we're here to talk about today. That's what we're here to talk about today. It's going to do like a really terrible infomercial. Like, it's not the sad that you have when you don't have sausage rolls from Greg's. This is a sad that's medically <laughs> crippling. <laughs> <laughs> Both of those could be medically crippling. I don't know. Like, that's true. It turned out for a sausage roll and they weren't there. Heartbreaking. Mm. But do you have a lamp to cure your sausage roll sadness? Because I do. What? No. My sad lamp. It's a sausage roll. Oh my god, imagine if it was in the shape of a sausage roll. I feel like <laughs> like just make my life so much better. I'll try to make SAD fit into <laughs> sausage. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. My brain my brain's goose, like my brain can't. <laughs> I to just get this food ordered and then not sausages think. and depression. <laughs> <laughs> so, sausage rolls are dead. <laughs> my my gran used to say this thing to me when I was younger, that like if I wanted something, but they either didn't have it or like I wasn't like allowed to get it. They would tell me that whatever it was that I wanted, the man who was providing it was dead. Oh my god, so that's like, so traumatic. If I, if I wanted sweeties, my grandma would be like, nah, the sweetie man's dead. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh my god. like this, What happened? <laughs> do, do people know about this? Can, should they call an ambulance? Or like, <laughs> what, 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 happened to the, what happened to the sweetie man? Why is he dead? And that was that just became a thing, and I just I just accepted it. I was like, oh, looks like I'm not getting sweeties anymore. Better start looking crisp. Like, <laughs> but then the next week, the crisp man's dead. Exactly. Pick a lane, Gran. Like, oh, unbelievable. Can't have it. Can't have it everywhere. Jeez. What are they like? Oh my God. I just shit myself because I thought I saw a spider and then it was just a reflection on my glasses. Oh, my heart. Oh, I hate that. oh I need a second. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I'm getting a gravy burger box meal with a side of wings. Oh my god, that sounds so good. Let's do it. I had a burger with an onion ring in it. And it was oh. 10 out of 10. Oh, that sounds really good. This mm. this guy has a this guy has like a hash brown in it. Ooh. Oh, no. Just eat apps frozen. Oh, there we go. <clears throat> Pay with this card, please. Beep beep. Okay, it's ordered. Tweet. We're good. Killing it. Right. I can't wait to just I can't wait to pull the file in and be like, this is how long? And then realize that I can cut the first fucking 20 minutes off. What do you mean? We had a stellar intro. We've got <laughs> we've got little bits of gold in between all of the bullshit. You still have to find it. Some nuggets of pure, pure gold in here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Don't know why I say absolutely so much now, but I do. I've never noticed it, but now I'm going to notice it all the time. So thank you. I've been you. saying it a lot in Fortnite, and people are like, "Hey, do you want to go here?" And I'm like, "Absolutely, I do." <laughs> I don't even know where it comes from. Hold on, wait, let me go. <laughs> it's like a Tory thing to say. Absolutely, but it is. <gasps> Michael is Scott it? says it at some point. Oh, that'll be why. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Hold on, replay it. Oh my god! Like. Right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I was gonna put an admin there for. <laughs> there you go. There it is. I put it in. I put it in brains up. Absolutely. <laughs> it's literally just... a three-second clip of Michael <laughs> Scott saying "absolutely," and that's it. And but now I get like I honestly couldn't have told you where it was from. Like I. But really... it's not even like he says it loudly. Like it just <laughs> mutters. <laughs> just, just right under, just right under his breath. Just absolutely. Like. It's just... <laughs> I don't even know. We we've been rewatching The Office because that's how you deal with depression. And like Jim always like whatever like Dwight says or like so the most famous one is the whole like would you like to form an alliance with me? He's like absolutely. Oh, of course, uh, yeah. Or whatever, right. Mm. And then I started noticing how much like Jim says absolutely. So like I just started saying it because we were watching The Office so much. So so obviously oh, at this I love point that. Where fucking Michael has it with absolutely. I've just started saying it. But you honestly, know what's weird? I feel like when I watch Friends, I'm a lot more witty <laughs> with my comebacks, and I don't know why. <laughs> it's just there. It's just on the tip of your tongue, like you're yeah. ready for it. And I'm like, I sound like a Friends character. Like I sound like I'm on a, sit <laughs> a sitcom. <laughs> it's really fucking weird. Guys, come see how funny I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's just me talking <clears throat> to me, and then I'm like, oh, fucking everyone's miss. I should pay for this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hilarious right now. Everyone's missing it. I'll never be this funny again. <laughs> you're like recording it just to like, just you're like recording like TikToks and like Instagram videos to just like send to your <laughs> friends just so that they can witness how funny you are. Exactly. <laughs> I said some stuff the other night. I can't remember what it was. And I was just like, I feel so fucking hilarious right now. Why am I not streaming? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I know. And the camera's on and I forget how to be a person. Exactly. It's like sense of humor. Who's she? She's gone. <laughs> like when I ever nominated last time. Yeah. <laughs> what happens when I start streaming? Like, hey guys, happy Wednesday. How's my house? <laughs> that fucking took me out when I was trying to edit the last episode. Oh my God. <laughs> like I was sitting at work and I don't have like headphones plugged into like my PC, so I couldn't listen. And then like we were wrapping up for the day. And I was just sitting, I was like, right, I'm going to listen to one of these on my phone and then like listen to the clip where I'm just getting fucking torn apart. And I was just sitting there howling at my desk. 
Like the guys were like back up and stuff, just like not even paying attention to me. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, that was good. So oh. much. It. I know, and I totally yeah. forgot that I had it until I was listening back and was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> so that was the first thing, and then the second bit was when you got to Evan Almighty, and I just lost it. Oh Christ! Yeah, <laughs> please don't, because I will lose it today, and I can't. I don't know if I'll recover. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try my hardest to not do that tonight when we're okay. recording. I can. I already know it's gonna happen because I can tell. That, like I've got a laugh in my voice right now. I fucking know that you do. This is gonna be a disaster. Just at some point when I feel my brain like slightly clocking out, I'm just going to on purpose. <laughs> oh no, because I'll, I'll need to take a time out. <laughs> like, hi, I'm Rosie here. <laughs> the next five minutes is pretty useless because it's just me weaving. An Evan Almighty reference. Oh, because that's what makes sense of humor apparently is peak right now. <laughs> Oh, I'm here for it. Oh. <laughs> here so S A D, am I right? <laughs> yeah, it's sad. Sad. S A D. I've always like so so this so sad has always like amused me, right? Because it's one of those. I, I feel like there's it's much like how we handle mental health and how we talk about it and stuff. Holy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I feel like it's laced with humor because like. You hear it and you're just like, oh, you know, like my seasonal affective disorder is like playing up and you're like, oh, dude, I'm really sorry to hear it. And you have a talk about it. But when you're just like, I'm sad, like it, there's there's something like inherently funny about that. that yeah. I, I can't like, I can't help but feel like it was on purpose. Like they were like, they, it they was were all definitely on fucking purpose. They were like, you know who hasn't suffered enough people with depression? Let's make it funny <laughs> to say that they admit that they're struggling. What would be the funniest way to say that? Let's make something with an acronym that smells smells sad. <laughs> they're just like they're they're sitting at like their Christmas party and they're just like someone's got a card and it's just like you need to make Janice admit that she's sad before the thirty first of December and you're like how the fuck am I gonna do that? And I'm like, if I put like we should make up a term called something like seasonal affective disorder or something right which is when people like you know struggle with you know like their low moods and stuff like that over winter because of things like lack of sunlight because of you know the temperatures because of things that are going on whether it's related to family or work or whatever it is and then we'll, we'll make her admit that she's sad and like, <laughs> sounds good to me put it down and then they all signed off on it in their little nhs paper and away it went yeah and you know it was history now it's just stuck with us forever that's it. And that's no, the official no. story of how sad became sad. That's that's actually I actually am on history.com forward slash sad to uh, find out. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's oh, talk wow. about let's talk about symptoms of sad then. So regular depression with spice. Yes, it's <laughs> it's regular depression, but make it festive. Yeah, pumpkin spice depression. <laughs> <laughs> pumpkin spice depression, that's exactly what it is. It's regular depression, but with like a Santa packaging instead. Exactly. Like, kind of like what Pringles, other crisp uh, manufacturers are available. But yeah. And uh, it's, it's kind of like perfectly packaged, and then you look inside and it's just like out of date. <laughs> you're like, oh, this maybe this is fun. Maybe it's not going to be as bad as it was last time. And you open it up and you're like, nah, still shit. 
Can't wait. And like, I swear there used to be more of this. And then it's psych, there's the same amount of depression. Like, <laughs> it's just depression with a bow on it. <laughs> <clears throat> which helps. Which absolutely helps. But but there's there's so many right, so there's there's so many similar symptoms, right? Which is the thing that I always like catch about sets. Like I understand like why it creeps around and that it's there for most for, for, for more people than not in comparison to like how people may feel throughout the year because it's almost like there's just this seasonal reason to like pull people into these head spaces as opposed to like other outside factors that they may not encounter throughout the year, right? So so for the most part it's it's relatively similar. It's just it's just it's a it's it's a relatively similar low mood that just like plagues us all because of how dark it gets, how cold it is. Oh, sorry, I thought you were keeping on, um, and so I just—I was just listening to you talk. <laughs> sorry, I forget podcasts. We both have to talk. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry, I really thought you were going to go on. Um, oh, so, sorry. <laughs> what a fucking disaster this is already. To, to, um, to continue the memes, though, like so, I've got the NHS <laughs> open, and I'm looking at the symptoms of sad, right? Uh-huh. And I'm through them and I'm like, yeah, this this all this all counts for like the entire year. Persistent low mood, a low a loss of pleasure or interest in normal everyday activities, irritability, feelings of despair, guilt, worthlessness, feeling lethargic and sleepy during the day, sleeping for longer than normal and finding it hard to get up in the morning. And I'm like, dude, I do this 12, 12 months of the year. And then the last <laughs> one, craving carbohydrates and gaining weight. And I'm like, fuck, am I just perpetually sad? <laughs> No, it's just called depression. I love I love winter so much that I have sad all year. Like, you've got the opposite of sad. For one month of the year, you're like I'm fucking lit, and then it goes back <laughs> to being depressed. It's when everyone's just like, Renji, it's only the third of December. Can you stop talking about Christmas?" And I'm like, "Look, this is the only time that I've got like anti sad. Okay, this yeah. is the only time of the year that I'm allowed to be happy. <laughs> like, yeah. These are 25 days." pure fucking christmas joy and you're not gonna ruin them <laughs> if you want to see me miserable and talking about the rain or the sun and you have 11 months and one week of the year that you can absorb that content but quite exactly. frankly i will be festive but i will still be sad <laughs> <laughs> well that's the thing because sad for me doesn't really kick in until after christmas because then i'm like i've got literally nothing to look forward to anymore oh and that's the only good thing about winter, apart from the snow. But it doesn't snow at Christmas anymore, so. Yeah, that makes me really sad. Like, I, like, I have so many fond memories of, like, white Christmases when I was a kid. Like, and looking at my grandparents, like, living room window. And they, so, so their living room window was, like, a really cool view. Like, growing up, it was, like, one of those things that was just, like, imprinted into your memory. Because, you, you know, as a kid, you were very limited on, like, where you could go and what you saw. So like you just had the very small houses and the bungalows across the street and then the street was kind of like surrounded by these big trees. So whenever it was snowy and it was really, really just super like grey skies, just epic winter scenes. And that was just, that's just been like printed in my head. So anytime it's snowy, I think I go back to that place. Yeah. I'm like, it's never going to be as good as this. Cause you had that for like five weeks sometimes. Oh, I wish. I don't think, I don't remember ever snowing that hard. Like. Obviously, I'm not in Scotland, which doesn't help, but yeah, fair. even then, a few days, like a snow day was a rare occasion, but it was the most exciting day of the year if you got a snow day. Even like <sighs> really bad, like we had, remember we had like the really bad snow day in the UK, like a couple of years ago. 
and it was like March time or something. Oh my gosh, yeah, because I was in Cornwall and that was the first time it had snowed there in like seven years and it was just like um, apocalyptic. Oh, that's beautiful. Cornish, I love that. It was, it was amazing, but all the Cornish people were like, it's the end of the world. I don't know what grit is. I, we can't walk on the paths. Everyone walk on the road. Cars are abandoned. Everyone's run out of water. Like It was literally chaos, but it was so much fun. They have like their own ecosystem down there though, right? It's not, it, it doesn't even feel like part of the UK. They don't want to feel like they're part of the UK. <laughs> I mean, <that's laughs> they are their own space and they are happy with it. I saw someone once driving down like a, a dual carriageway on a motorized scooter with a Cornish flag flying behind them. And they did that regularly. And I still don't know if it was legal, <laughs> but oh, they sweet. were like an icon in our town. <laughs> so you said that like it, it, can it happens for you more like once you get Christmas out of the way? Like, is that when you feel the shift? Is that when you think like, okay, this is definitely like other contributing factors as opposed to like what we may usually feel like throughout the year? Yeah, it's strange because I think it doesn't really kick in for me that much until after Christmas because it's so busy on the lead up to Christmas that I just don't really have time to think about it. Um, and it's kind of that with a mixture of... Um, you know wrapping up stuff with work and it's just it's all a bit chaotic so I don't really think about it and then as soon as Christmas is finished and you know I come back home after seeing family and friends and it's just that really quiet period where everyone's kind of sad (laughs) and don't have a lot of income or don't have many plans and the weather's terrible so you don't really make plans outside because what's the point it will be freezing and this hit home, especially last year, because me and my friend George would go on these walks and we called them our depression walks. <laughs> Love <that. laughs> And it's how we bonded and actually how we became friends, which I thought was very funny because we were both living in North London and we were like, hey, we actually live quite close together. Should we go on our one hour, uh, one hour, one walk a day? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, our mandatory walk. And so we'd walk around just complaining about how much we hated our lives <laughs> around <laughs> around North London. Uh, and that would be like a therapy session almost. Mm-hmm. And whilst that helped, it also made me very aware of how rubbish I felt in January, February time. And I don't know how, how it affects you or whether that's the same sort of thing, but it's, um, it's, not, it's not pleasant when you realize that actually you're very... You're not in, you're not in a good mood most of the time. I think it's yeah because uh, I think so. I became aware of sads before I'd really like tried to seek any sort of diagnosis just about my like general mental health, which was kind of was kind of weird and funny because Christmas time has always been like a really weird one for me. Um, and I don't mind, I don't mind talking about this cause I make jokes about it enough. So like, it's, I guess it's, it's okay to be serious about it, but like, um, so like I, I, cause I haven't seen my dad since I was 12 years old. Right. And now I'm 30. So I was 18 years ago, which is longer than I'd been alive at the point that I'd like stopped talking to him, which is, which is very weird to consider, but like, yeah, like his birthday's towards the end of the year. Um, my grandfather died at the start of December, um, about 13 years ago. Um, and then like, I really struggled with my birthday as like just an event. Like, I don't know if it was just like a depression slash anxiety thing that like, I felt weird around my birthday. And there was like, as, as I got older, there was so many other factors of like 
feeling like I should have done things by now and all this sort of shit. So like those like three, four months all coupled together outside of like the shorter days, the lack of sunlight, <laughs> like all of this other stuff really just made me think like, I really despise this time of year. And I don't know if that's why I've got such a coping mechanism of like, I'm kind of just like self-diagnosing myself here. I don't know if that's because I've got such a coping mechanism with like <clears throat> really loving Christmas and really loving snow and feeling nostalgic about it. I don't know if that's like my brain trying to like pick out things that I really love about this time of year to try and like keep my fucking self afloat. Like that's, it's really grim to say it like that, but, but I mean, maybe it is, but those things for me were like almost like the, the reasons, or, or I would say like the excuses, because at that point I hadn't really, like I said, I hadn't been looking for a diagnosis about like my general mental health. So I very much like looked for excuses as to why I felt the way I felt as opposed to like trying to like do something about it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Cause I was like, I was kind of young. I was like late teens, early twenties when I was kind of like pointing my finger at all these things and being like, this is why I'm so insecure and mad at myself and mad at the world and fucking whatever you deal with when you're in your late teens, early twenties. Um, and it wasn't until like when I then got older and like, started looking for a diagnosis that I realized there was like far much more under the surface that I dealt with all year round that like yeah. Christmas wasn't like the thing for. So like, like the, like feeling lethargic was probably the biggest thing. Cause I do feel that over Christmas more, but like, as I got older, I then got like diagnosed with sleep apnea and stuff. So then that just bled into the rest of the year as well. Maybe it's subconscious. Yeah. Maybe it's just because I love Christmas so much. It's like, hey, what do you get with all year? <laughs> but my brain's uh, the wrong feeling to amplify all year. Um, but yeah, it's weird. So <clears throat> I think I like I pointed the finger at it when I was younger. But like nowadays, I don't like personally for me. Like I don't feel the shift anymore because it's kind of like I just dip in and out. Like like arguably, I feel it more during summer. Like summer's the time where like like being depressed hits me the hardest I think and I have like the biggest amount of imposter syndrome where like I think it's like I'm getting halfway through a year and I have this like oh the first half of the years went really quick these are all the things that I wanted to do and I don't feel like I've achieved that do you know what I mean so it's like for for reasons why people might feel it at the end of the year like oh the year's coming to the end I've not done this I said I was going to do that like this has been such a quick year like I almost experience all of that in the middle of the year which is weird yeah, that's interesting. I I've not had that before. Um I mean obviously it's tricky when you have depression all year round anyway because then it's it's very hard to often figure out what is what yeah. or whether it's just a mixture of the two or whatever it is. I um I relate to what you're saying about loss. Uh for some reason like I so in August, a few years ago, I lost a friend and I think it was, so it's, the summer was ending, it was the start of like autumn time. Um, and by the time I'd actually dealt with it or started to deal with it, it was getting cold and it was winter and I was alone sure. at university. And I just remember being like one of the worst times of my life. Like I would go out, have panic attacks you know, like the whole shebang, feel terrible, wake up, it's dark, go to bed, it's dark, waste a day, it's dark. <laughs> like it yep. all kind of came back to that. And um, I think it was it was a strange mix because when it's dark, it's almost like 
it's an excuse to feel sad because you can go on a walk and people won't see your face. And it sounds really stupid, but like, that's what I would do if I was having a really terrible day. I was like, right, I'm just going to take myself on a walk and it's dark. So I don't have to worry about looking sad because no one's going to see me. And that was my like way of dealing with it for a while, which is, it's not bad way of dealing with it. It's not a good way of dealing with it. It's just a way to kind of stay steady. Yeah. Just to cope with it. Right. Mm. But that's what I felt. And I, before that happened, it was the same thing at school. Like I was pretty depressed at school and I would be happier in a way during the winter months when it was darker, because I get to walk home in the dark uh, and people wouldn't know that I was sad. And there was like, everyone would just go home. Like, it's not like you'd, oh, let's go out and hang out in the park or whatever. Like, everyone just goes home. So you didn't have as many people checking in on you, I guess. Um, which is, I don't know whether that's a factor or not, but it's something that I noticed very much, especially when I was in school. Sure. Well, I think everyone's going to, everyone's going to have that in like a slightly different, in a slightly different way, which I think is, I think is like the interesting part of it because a lot of people will take, you know, like the, the, the general symptoms of like depression, for example, people will always have like the larger, more common symptoms, but like, there's always going to be like individual triggers or there's going to be like certain like traps that, you know, we all fall into that are, that are completely varying for one another. So I don't think it's out of like, I don't think it's too out of the realm of like it also existing for for sads right but i think like that's what sads has always like felt like to me like it felt like it was more of a unified thing than than regular depression i know we've i know we've split sads and regular (laughs) depression a few times in this podcast um but like sads i think more people experience i don't know if this is true or not but i feel like more people can relate to sad than they can to regular depression because there's reason to feel sad if that makes sense like that's Obviously, some people really like the seasons and stuff, but I think yeah. people are like shorter days are have an effect on you, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, there, like there's there's more common reasons for people to fall into that. Yeah, and also, like, more unified. if you if you celebrate the holidays, the holidays are often in these winter months or summer months if you're on the other side of the world, and it can be a really difficult time for a lot of people. <laughs> Yeah, hundred percent. Like, there's there's going to be a whole lot of people that don't want to, uh, like, don't want to be around family members, or maybe like don't have somewhere to go. Which, so so for the last couple of years, like last year especially, because we were in lockdown, like I used to always do like a New Year stream, um, and I would just stream until like maybe one or two a.m. my time, and we would play like a whole bunch of like community games and stuff, and you know just have people around, and we'd celebrate on the hour every hour, so that like you know because someone would be celebrating new year and last year like obviously it was far busier because people were in lockdown people weren't able to like maybe see family or go to parties or whatever so so there was there was a there was a bigger amount of us last year but the year before um i only did it because i was my, my parents had just moved like away from the family home um my brother's on the other side of scotland and i was actually working on the first 7 a.m rule so i was like i was like well i'm not gonna go out and party because i need to be at work at seven and i'm driving in and blah 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 whatever so like i just was like hey i'm gonna stream and then the more i thought about it i was like oh that might be like not cool cool is the wrong word but for the sake of argument i'm gonna say it but like 
it might be a cool thing for people to have somewhere to go if they're not able to like go see fam or they don't want to see family or yeah. they're maybe going to be spending it on their own otherwise so that became like a whole thing for me and then i just remember when like a bunch of people turned up and i kind of wasn't expecting like the numbers nor the people who were there and we just had this like really wholesome night but it felt kind of bittersweet because it kind of felt like like i was doing it because like i said i wasn't able to go see my family and that's like a privilege that i have but there was you know a bunch of people there that weren't able to see or didn't want to see their family and stuff like that and that kind of just like really like put sads in perspective because i can't imagine how much like anxiety there is on the run-up to something like christmas where it's just completely stuffed down your throats on radio on tv social media advertising everywhere about big family dinners the gift of giving like all of this stuff and that can be super fucking overwhelming to someone that doesn't want to go see their family or doesn't maybe feel like they have somewhere to go do you know what i mean and like yeah especially if you don't have a good relationship with your family 100 percent. but that's like that's so much easier to ignore <laughs> 11 months of the year because you can just get on with things but then exactly but when it's the time that you're expected to be together and all of this and you see everyone else being together if you don't do it you feel guilty if you do you feel terrible <laughs> yeah and it's just it's just everywhere it's almost unavoidable to not see that shit just fucking plastered everywhere so so i get it like i understand why that can hit people so much harder yeah i really don't know what it would be like if i didn't enjoy christmas mm-hmm. oh my gosh because that's at like the saving grace of december and at least from at least in the uk the shortest day of the year is in december so after that it sort of goes uphill i guess yeah. in terms in terms of daylight time at least um but if i didn't have that I don't know. Maybe maybe Christmas is just a coping mechanism for sad. <laughs> that will make sense. That's all makes sense the, co- the corporations back in the day were suffering from sads and they were like, do you want to make us feel better? A massive fucking party. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> just invite everyone over. We have loads of food. We exchange presents. What a great idea. Mm. What a great idea. Let's call it Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Maybe that's it. I think that's so. You know how like most TV shows and everything will have like a Christmas episode where like they're in like a little cabin and it's all snowy and the fire's on and it's all like they've got all like the the decorations and stuff up. That's what like our equivalent is. Instead, we're just telling people how they created Christmas. So like our our story is about how the corporations made Christmas to cure sads and sell pencil. Yeah, there's no real joy in it. There's no there's no nice (laughs) metaphor. It's just you know. Santa was fabricated to cure depression. Capitalism. <laughs> that's, that's exactly it. That's exactly <laughs> it. So, so one thing that has constantly been brought up that I think we need to mention when like, we're talking about this episode or talking about this subject matter is your sad lamp. I do have a sad lamp. But it's very, it's, it's very multi-purpose because you've not just used it for its, pur- for, for its, for its specifically designed purpose, nor only in december you know what you're right why why buy a ring light when you could buy a sad lamp and cure depression at the same time 100 percent, as being perfectly illuminated and blown out of proportion because that's what it does <laughs> you're telling me that you've done it cured my depression that night like for sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah for, for context i used my sad lamp wrapped in a t-shirt to try and give my face some better lighting for our live podcast on twitch.tv slash rengi please 
Oh, thank you. And it, and it, but it worked. <laughs> it worked. It did work. Um, I don't know at what cost to, you know, <laughs> my mental health <laughs> or my reputation. But yeah, my Wonders. my sound lamp has, you know, it's proven its worth. My mum got it for me. <laughs> as a gift. <laughs> Shout out. Mum party queen. Yeah, thank you, mother party, for that. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I do actually think it helps. Like strangely, because when I'm, especially when I'm now that I work from home, and I used it a fair amount when I was studying, um, at university, I think. I honestly can't remember. But when I work from home, it's dark as fuck because my room is. It, the sunset goes down through my window rather than the sunrise, so I get no morning natural light. Oh. And so it really helps to like get me started on the day, so I just like light up my room like a fucking Christmas tree and have a party, and that's how I start work. <laughs> I think that's ace. I love that. So I like, because I swapped rooms. So the room that I'm in right now is my bedroom when I first moved into this place, and it is, um, I guess, relatively west-facing, like out the window. So when I changed rooms over and just left my blind up and then woke up at like 5.30 in the morning or whatever, <laughs> the sun was like it's fucking cooking me to a crisp. I was just like, <laughs> like ah! as I was melting in my, in my fucking bed. But it was great. Like, I feel like during summer I woke up early so often and it felt really... Oh, yes, yeah, see, that's, that's what I miss. I, lo- I would love to have one of those lamps where it like emulates real sunlight to get you to wake up. Yeah, because uh, one of my friends has it, and it's like slowly gets brighter and brighter, and it's like a natural, nice way to wake up instead of like an alarm that's just like, ah! you know, like constantly in the morning. And um, and I want one of those. Those would be nice the ones mm. that graduate. So, so your, is yours just like, is yours just there to like literally light up? Like it doesn't do the like the adjustment thing of like slowly. Oh no, it's just like zero to hundred. <laughs> Bam, it's morning, wake up. <laughs> it's like, good morning. <laughs> it's light now. Say it's goodbye to your SAD for the next few hours. <laughs> but it does have three settings. So it's like, do you want like painfully bright white light? Do you want like sunset light? Or do you just kind of want light? <laughs> you know? Interesting. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Perfect. Perfectly. Aware of those I, I don't know whether they correlate to feelings, but I always just go mm. for the like, fucking in your face <laughs> let's go yeah yep. just Stick fuck me, me up, up. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, just, just hit me yeah I, I would like one of the ones that like slowly gets brighter and and emulates like the sunrise thing i think that could be cool one of my old boss and like one of my old jobs told me that like she reckoned i would benefit from it if I was, like, <laughs> my, like blind up all the time anyway she's like no no i should get one of these lights it'll change your life and it's been like six, seven years and I've not done it yet. But, it but, but I want one. Light up your life. A. Illuminate. I'll stop. But yeah, I think it would be cool. <laughs> I think it would be sick. If anyone's listening to this and wants to hook us up on the podcast so that we can try it for scientific purposes, we'll... <laughs> we'll do a proper review and everything. Yeah, absolutely. We'll do a little show. If, if any companies out there are listening. <laughs> <laughs> any sad lamp companies that want to sponsor us <laughs> Look up some get in touch we can, we can ping this over to yeah heads up we would, we would love to work uh, for you 
<laughs> Imagine the next episode. Hey guys, today we are sponsored by sadlamps.co.uk. <laughs> I'd love to get like an RGB sad lamp. Oh my god, rainbow sad. So like it wakes you up with like the lights, but then like when my alarm goes off, it just starts like pulsating through like red, green, and blue. Oh my gosh. I'd love that. That would be so fun. That'd be sick. If, if no if no one makes RGB sad lamps, then we're gonna like I like I, I don't think you can be sad in an RGB lit room. No. Depression can't one. exist when you've got RGB lights. No, exactly. Like That's if, why we both decorate our desks in <laughs> RGB forever. Being a content creator has taught me anything, is that RGB fixes literally every problem. Honestly, ever since I got a colour changing mouse, my life's been ten percent better. So Hell yeah. At least 10% but, that's scientifically proven. You can you can send that one in the bank. Yeah, you can quote me on that. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Content Cafe and joining us this month whilst we've been talking about isolation. As always, remember you can come find us on Twitter and Instagram at Content Cafe Pod and through our community Discord, which you can get in our link tree. We'll catch you next week. Have a happy holidays. Bye. Bye.